Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself. Not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. Hey, and welcome to the podcast today. I'm very excited for this episode. You know, if you have listened to pretty much any past episode that I really love self-love and showing yourself that kindness and love. So this episode today is all about self-love with the love languages. This is such a fun and interesting topic, and I'm giving you guys a lot of examples today of how you can use the love languages to show yourself self-love. Let's go ahead and just get right on into this episode, but really quick before we do, I would just love to ask you to leave this podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. The ratings are awesome, and I do appreciate those, but the reviews are really what helps boost this podcast and get it out into the world more. So if you could take 30 seconds and leave us a two-sentence review, it would really help boost this podcast and help get it out to more people so that they can find it. All right, let's get down into what today is all about. Many of us have heard and are probably familiar with the five love languages from the book by Gary Chapman. I'm willing to bet that you've probably even taken the quiz with your partner to see what your love languages are. If you haven't done it, honestly, I encourage you to do so because it does give you some great insight into how you may view actions and how your partner may view actions. And I believe it can help you understand each other. But that's not what we're talking about today. We are not talking about our partners. We are talking about ourselves. We're taking the concept of the five love languages and how they can apply to our relationships and instead applying them to our relationship with ourself. Although most often associated with romantic relationships, love languages can overlap and apply in so many different areas of our life, such as your friendships, your children, or even how you feel appreciated or how you show appreciation to coworkers. With work, it's not love. I mean, if it is, that might be an HR issue. But, you know, with work, it's generally not love. But it's the same idea that we all respond differently to different forms of appreciation or acknowledgement or love. But today is about self-love. You know, I love self-love and it can be something we continuously put on the back burner because someone else has a need. But it is time to give a little focus to you. So let's explore how you can apply the love languages to show love to yourself. Now, right off the bat, don't think because your dominant love language in your relationship may be, for example, words of affirmation, that that is your love language towards yourself. I know we probably all went and took the online quiz to find out our romantic love language, but I haven't found a reputable one or one that I really like online for self-love. However, I believe you know yourself well enough to know which one is the most meaningful to you. So you don't really need a quiz to tell you that. 
All five can apply in some way and you may feel a connection to all five, but your dominant one will be the one you value the most. The first one, in no particular order, the first one is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation would mean giving yourself encouraging, positive words and thoughts. I'll be giving you examples of each in order to provide good ideas of how you can take these love languages and put them into action in your life. So one example for words of affirmation can be personal mantras. Mantras are gaining a lot of attention lately, and a mantra is a positive thought or motivation or inspiration you repeat to yourself. I know a few people who every day they wake up and look in the mirror and they speak out loud their personal mantras. It's always valuable to come up with your own mantra because you can craft it to your life and what you need. But of course, you can look on Pinterest. That is like personal mantra motherland, right? But mantras are really wide reaching. You can make them ambitious or as a reminder to yourself to be positive and encouraging. Also gratitude journaling, writing down things that you are grateful for and purposely drawing attention to that or just journaling in general. It doesn't necessarily have to be, I'm so thankful for this and I'm so thankful for that, as gratitude journaling can be. It can be writing down two or three good things that happened that day or something you appreciate about yourself or simply releasing your feelings onto the paper. Words of affirmation could also be focusing on positive self-talk. As you're going throughout your day, reminding yourself to have that positive self-talk and making it a habit until it really is a habit for you to speak to yourself in a positive, kind way. Words of affirmation could be actually taking time to sit down without distraction, focus on yourself, and give yourself a little positive pep talk. Another form of words of affirmation you can use to show love to yourself is complimenting yourself every day. This could be a physical trait you notice when you look in the mirror or something about your personality and who you are. In short, words of affirmation is being your own hype woman. That's how I like to think of it. Really just pepping yourself up and encouraging yourself with those positive thoughts and reminding yourself of how awesome you are. So be your own hype woman with words of affirmation. The next love language is acts of service. So for this to show self-love, it's by doing something that will make your life easier, free up your time, or serve your well-being as the end result. A couple of ideas of how that could look in your life is number one is meal prepping. I know that really does not seem like a form of self-love. You still have to do the whole prepping of the meal, but it will make your life easier in the long run when during the week you don't have to make dinner every night because it's already done or the majority of it is already done and maybe you just have to throw it in the oven or you can freeze or prep your meals to do it well in advance and then you just throw them in the oven or the crock pot or whatever and make your life so much easier. This one for acts of service does take a little bit of work, but in the end, it makes your life easier and is therefore a service to yourself. Another way to show self-love through acts of service is organizing a space where the clutter stresses you out. I feel like we all have that space in our house, or maybe it's your car, where we just kind of throw things, or it's always on the to-do list of, I'll get to it later, but then you never get to it. 
But every time you have to go in that closet or wherever, the space drives you crazy. So taking the time to clean out the closet or clear the clutter is an act of service to yourself because you're more organized, you can find what you need, and you don't have that stress of every time you see it, it just frustrates you. Additionally, organizing other areas of your life is an act of service to yourself. Whether that means finally getting your bills in order and knowing all of your payment due dates or finally knowing all of your passwords to everything or organizing all of your kids info and paperwork so that the next school year you're not having to look everything up and wonder when was their last tetanus shot. Showing yourself love and organizing your life by making your life easier as the end result. Another act of service is going to therapy. I put this one under acts of service because it serves your well-being. To share with you, I go to therapy. I started going about five months ago because I had never been to therapy before and I wanted to check it out and see what it was all about. And I'm really enjoying it, to be honest. If you think therapy might be something that would be good for you, do it. Go. Whatever has been holding you back, whether it's a person in your life who thinks therapy is stupid which they probably need therapy the most, or your own apprehension, just do it. And the final act of service example is delegating tasks. That could be something like assigning chores to your children. So yes, you do have to put in a little bit of work with this one as well by maybe making a chore chart or making them a list. You also have to teach them how to do the specific chore and teach them how to do it in a way that is acceptable to your expectations because your expectations of a clean bathroom and their expectations of a clean bathroom could be vastly different. But delegating tasks does make your life easier in the long run, and then you're not cleaning their toilets or folding their laundry until they are 30. No thank you. The next love language is receiving gifts. This one is for all my treat yourself people out there. I think the best way to appreciate the fact that you are showing love to yourself through treating yourself to gifts is by making a list of things you would like to buy and not impulse buying or basing it on a reward system. A lot of the times we say, once I finish this, I can buy this. Or once you check off the list or accomplish a goal. And we treat buying things for ourselves or spending a little money on ourselves as a reward system. Gifts for self-love are not as a reward system, but as an act of appreciation to yourself without the strings attached to it. Obviously, these gifts are going to be different based on your bank account and the size of the gift, but treat yourself to those purchases without guilt. You're probably not buying a new car every six months as a way to show yourself love, but gifts don't have to be extravagant purchases. It can be going to Starbucks and buying your favorite latte instead of making your own coffee at home. Enjoy that gift without guilt. And these gifts don't have to be tangible. They don't have to be a physical object like a latte or a piece of clothing that you can hold in your hand. They can be a spa treatment or getting something extra at your next hair appointment. Instead of just a cut, maybe you add a deep conditioner, I don't know, something else. Like I don't know hair or hair products. Sorry, but it could be some sort of beauty or spa treatment. Gifts to yourself could also be investing in your future. 
So moving money into your savings or into your 401k or whatever other accounts that you have, that can be a gift to yourself. I know that's rather an adult version of a gift, moving money into your 401k, woohoo, but it really is a gift to yourself and to your future self. And investing in yourself in some way, such as taking a class or paying to learn a new skill or spending money on your hobby. So gifting yourself from you to you without guilt. Quality time is our next love language. And this is my number one love language. Quality time is definitely how I show myself love. Spending time by yourself, focusing on yourself and taking time to do the things you enjoy. And again, I want to reiterate that this is focusing on yourself. It's not you happen to have the house to yourself and you clean. Unless, of course, you love cleaning. I know cleaning to some people, they find it relaxing and they love it. But if that's not you, then quality time is taking the time to actually focus on you and do something you enjoy. For example, what are your hobbies? Often when we become moms, our hobbies can start to slip away. It becomes one of the first things to go when we feel those time constraints. What are hobbies that you do have in your life that maybe you don't grant enough attention to? Or what are hobbies that you used to love that you haven't allowed yourself to enjoy lately? Maybe your alone time is an at-home spa day, which is more mainstream self-care, or maybe it's going extreme mountain bike riding. Whatever your alone time looks like, whether in or out of the house, but doing a hobby or activity you find relaxing that allows you to de-stress and connect with yourself. Love languages overlap. So for instance, quality time could be a vacation by yourself and that overlaps with receiving gifts because of travel expenses and maybe you treat yourself to a fancier hotel room. But taking a vacation by yourself is another example of quality time. I recently did this. I went on a little three night away vacation, first to visit a friend in Georgia for two nights and then to Tampa for a girl's night. And it was awesome. It was such great quality time with myself doing something for me. Of course, I missed August, but it was so nice to have more than an hour of alone time. And yeah, I did spend it visiting friends, but I also took time to be by myself and just reconnect by myself. So quality time, spending time by yourself, focusing on you and doing things that you enjoy. The last of the five love languages is physical touch. Now, when I say physical touch, self-love, I know exactly where your mind went. And yes, that is absolutely a form of self-love. And I'm saying that because I don't like to mark my show as explicit too often. And if I use the actual term, I have to mark it explicit. You know what I'm talking about when it comes to self-love and physical touch. And yes, that is absolutely a form of self-love. But there are other ways to show yourself love through physical touch other than the one your mind probably immediately went to. Physical touch can be a soft, cozy blanket or snuggling down on the couch or cuddling up with your pet for a few minutes. Maybe it's taking a hot shower or a bath. As moms, we realize how precious showers are. That's one of the things you don't question having time for before you have children or being able to do it by yourself. 
But once you have children, you always seem to be rushing through your shower and deciding between washing your hair or shaving your legs, or you have a tiny human in there with you. For me, that means I can't run the water half a degree from burning my skin off like I like to. The physical touch love language could also mean skincare, products you use on your skin, and not only the products themselves, which again could overlap with gifts if you're buying yourself a product as a treat, but it's also how you apply them. Are you just slapping them on real quick or are you taking the time to apply the products with love and care? Are you giving yourself a little massage or applying them in the correct way? Are you enjoying the scent and feel as you apply these products? Physical touch could be getting a massage, whether it's giving yourself a little massage or treating yourself to a massage, allowing your muscles to relax and feel better through that massage. It could also be stretching. While physical touch isn't my dominant love language, stretching is absolutely a form of self-love that I show myself, especially if I go a few days without doing it. My body starts to get tight and starts sending me signals that I need to stretch. Then when I stretch, I feel so much better. Your muscles feel relaxed. Maybe your back doesn't hurt or your neck or whatever you happen to sleep wrong on. Stretching is definitely a way that you can show yourself love through physical touch. So in what way can you use the five love languages and apply them to your relationship with yourself? Again, they are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. You know yourself well enough to know which one is your love language to yourself. I really don't think you need an online quiz to tell you this. We spend so much time doing things for others that we forget to do things for ourselves. We forget to show ourselves love. I'm curious to know what is your dominant love language when it comes to yourself? If you know your love languages as it applies to your romantic relationship, is your love language for yourself different? For me, when it comes to myself, my most dominant one is definitely quality time. But when it comes to me and my husband, my dominant love language is acts of service and my secondary one is quality time. I want to challenge you this week to take some time to focus on showing yourself love through one of these love languages. I know your mind can immediately eye roll and think, well, I just don't have the time. I get it. Who does? But you have to take the time for yourself. If you don't take the time to focus on you, to do something that is important or meaningful or fulfilling to you, just for you, that's how we start to lose ourselves. One day you wake up and feel like you're not even yourself anymore. You're just somebody who does things for everybody else. My friend Allie, and I know this is a common saying, but she says it all the time. You can't pour from an empty cup. That is so True. It's so true. You can't. Allie will always be the first person to remind us why taking the time is important. She was one of the friends I saw when I took that three-day mini solo vacation, and she was the first to say how important it is, how valuable that is, how much it is needed, how justified it is, and I certainly should not feel guilty for spending three nights away from my kid. I think Everyone needs an alley in their life to remind them that it is so important to not feel guilty when taking those moments for yourself, to treat yourself, or take the time to speak kindly. So let me serve as that person for you. Give extra time this week to focus on yourself in your relationship with yourself and use a love language to show yourself love. 
Do something for yourself because I know that you deserve it. I know you do. Whatever you do, I want to know what it is. You know mine is quality time. Every week I have a time that I set aside on Friday afternoons when August is taking her nap and I do things for me. So that is my quality time. And as tempting as it may be, I don't fold that pile of laundry. I don't put those dishes in the dishwasher. I don't clean. I don't prep anything for dinner. I don't do anything for this podcast or Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I take those two hours and I do something that I want to do, which right now with the really nice weather that we've been having is sitting outside on the porch and reading. I love to read and that is something I have not gotten to do nearly enough since August was born. And it also usually involves a piece of dark chocolate or maybe a coffee or maybe both. And it's one of my favorite times. It's very relaxing to me and it's just a happy place. Find out for yourself what makes you happy and how you can show yourself a little love. I would absolutely love to know what you are going to be up to this week. So you can, of course, always email me hello at unstoppablemomsfitness.com or if you're not already, follow me on Instagram. It's at unstoppablemomsfitness. If you take a photo of whatever self-love you do, tag me in your stories. Maybe you have an awesome idea I didn't think to mention. And as a final note, I did mention stretching under physical touch. And if you're like, yeah, I need to stretch, but I don't know where to start. Girl, I got you covered. I have a 10 minute stretching guide. It's a video guide and I walk you through exactly what you should be stretching, what you should be feeling, and we cover all the major muscle groups. It's a nice relaxing stretch in only 10 minutes. So you can grab that for free. I mean, treat yourself, right? It's free. So you can grab that for free at unstoppablemomsfitness.com slash stretch. Love that episode and can't wait for more? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. There's new episodes every Tuesday, but in the meantime, why not come on over and say hey on social? You can find me on the gram and I say the gram because, you know, I'm a cool mom. You can find me on the gram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I'll talk to you next week.